0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Open Mic. I'm so glad that you are listening to this this morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. My name is Jared. I'm here with Coco, Jacqueline, and with Casey. Guys, how's everybody doing this morning?
1: So good. Glad to be great. great. Doing pretty good. So nice
0: out. It is a beautiful day out. A little allergy. A little allergy situation. (laughs) I sneezed about 25 times on the way
2: here.
1: Oh, no. You got to get it out before you do the podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, when, When my sneezes go from like three normal sneezes to like seven, I'm like, I've, I've, I'm going go yeah. to I'm just, gonna, I'm just <laughs> done for the day. Uh, guys, what we're talking about today is, uh, so I graduated, now what? Like, this is one of the biggest transitions that we have uh, in young adulthood, and a lot of people go through it, whether you just graduated from high school or you graduated from a uh, community college, a four-year degree, you know, you were in school getting your master's, your doctorate, like, there, there is something to, like, I graduated... Now what? Yeah. Um, Casey, you just graduated uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Fresh, uh, fresh. I'm real fresh. <laughs> uh, guys, any thoughts about that just right off the bat? Like, I graduated, now what do I do?
2: Um, The first thought is that it's scary, just like <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, you got to acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of, you graduate and you've been in school for so long, you've been doing kind of not the same thing but somewhat of the same track for a long time and now that you're kind of just thrown out there in the real world and trying to figure out what the next step is and it's really confusing and kind of like a no man's land type of place. Mm.
3: Yeah. And I think it's like one of those things you kind of like what you said, your whole entire life you've had it mapped out for you. Um you know, you go to school, you go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you go to high school. And then you like some people go to college and then they're like, okay, now what do I do? And it's a very like scary, it can be a very scary place uh, to be because there's a lot of unknowns. Um, It's like a choice that you can make. Maybe it's the first choice, big choice besides picking where you go to college. Um, to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And you decided what you were going to do for the rest of your life and what you were in a freshman in college. And maybe your mind has changed. um, And so that can be a little scary not knowing um, what's going to happen next.
1: Jack, you were a 2020 grad, weren't you? I was. What,
3: (laughs) What was that like? It was so weird. You know, we, you know, everyone left for spring break. And then during my spring break, I took graduation pictures because I'm like, this isn't going to happen.
0: Because yeah. of COVID, right? Because That's of what you're COVID. At, yeah.
3: Because of COVID. I did graduate, but it was weird because I was supposed to graduate in May and I did it in October. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you think finding a job is hard now, <laughs> finding a job in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, was kind of crazy. Um And if you don't know this about me, it's kind of a fun fact. I was uh, right out of college, you know, I'm like, well, don't know what I'm going to use my degree in. I did child, my degree was in child and family development. And so I loved kids, wanted to do something with kids, really had a calling for ministry um, my senior year. And God was like, you know what, there, you know, there really wasn't like anything like open right when I graduated, but I know that like I was going to serve in ministry (laughs) for the rest of my life. Um, and so I literally became a customer service representative (laughs) with a headset and everything because that's just what opened for me. Like God really (laughs) did open (laughs) that door and it was a Mm -hmm. job, you know, I was looking for literally anything, uh, that would pay me. Um, and so I landed a customer service rep job and I did that for a couple months. (laughs) Let me, let me ask this
0: because Jack, you kind of brought that up. Like for all of you guys, did you, I, I was always jealous of the people that like in fifth grade were like, yeah, I want to be a teacher. Yeah. I was graduating college going like, what am I going to do? Yeah. What, yeah. W- which, which bend did you guys have? Like early on knew what you were going to do full confidence. What did that look like for you all?
2: Well, uh, kind of this, like when Jacqueline was talking about graduating, I was, uh, at a whole nother college in a whole nother state and i was getting i was also about a semester away from graduating there and so i had a degree or i was going to get a degree in in marketing but i felt this call to ministry mm-hmm. and uh i was just kind of fighting it and cuz that's not what i wanted to do cuz i was scared to do it and uh when covid happened it was kind of during a time of like trying to reflect on if this is really what i want to do because i had no passion for it i had I was just doing it because I wanted to go to Texas Tech. I wanted to graduate. I wanted to be done with school. And it was during COVID that I decided that I was going to pursue ministry. And that looked like just staying home and uh, doing Bible classes online. And it was because COVID happened, which COVID was kind of a blessing for me, it was like I got to go home and help out in my church and talk to some really important people in my life that – Pointing me on what they did to go get into ministry, and uh, it led to the point where I decided to move to Springfield instead of going online and go to uh, BBC. And so it was kind of those I didn't have it figured out until I still don't have it figured out really, but I know it's something in ministry. But it was I was about to graduate with a whole other degree mm. that I had no idea if I wanted to even use it. So it was it was a weird time.
1: Hmm. Man, I remember. I, when I was graduating from college, I knew I wanted to do full-time ministry and I was working part-time at the church, part-time for, um, like an organization of churches. And I was like, okay, God, I'm ready. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you have for me? Like, what is this big full-time job that you, uh, are going to give me? And for me, I had to wait two years. Like I didn't start working full-time at the church until 2017. And, Um, I felt during that time, it was such like a stretching time for me because I was like God, like, you have called me to this. I've already given you my yes, but, like, I still don't feel like I have what I want, if that makes sense, uh, a full-time job. And um, and so it was definitely a growing time because I had to trust God on a whole nother level of, like, okay, I'm still going to be faithful. I, I believe that you called me to this place at this time, but I have to be faithful to what that looks like. And uh, And eventually God, like, answered my prayer, but it was, mm-hmm. like, it took, like, so much, like, deep work with God because I'm like struggling I'm like do I trust you that you're really gonna like show me do, you, do I trust you that you're gonna provide for me do I trust me you that you're gonna show up for me mm-hmm. and like in those times like that time God like like worked in me more than I could have like more than could have happened probably if God was just like and here you go um, but I, I'm grateful for that too because we get to work with young adults now who are graduating and they're like I don't have a full-time job yet. I feel like a failure. I'm like, no, 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 you're mm-hmm. not a failure. Yeah. God actually has a plan for you. And I think about Psalms 37, it says, Psalm 37, 23 says, The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they'll never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. And I love that mm-hmm. verse because it's like, okay, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. So if we truly believe that God directs the steps of the godly, then he's going to do it. And it doesn't always look on our timeline, but God's timeline is way better than ours. And so I would say to anyone who's about to graduate, who just graduated, who doesn't have it all together, is to be faithful to what God has called you um, to go for the job, do what you can, but keep being faithful and asking God to show up. Jack, what would you say?
3: Yeah, just kind of piggybacking off of that, like I wanted to be faithful. You know, I thought being faithful was, okay, God, like, you're going to provide a ministry opportunity for me because that's what I wanted to do. Um, And, you know, what? that didn't happen for a couple months, you know, and it can be hard being in the dark. um, But I think it's absolutely important to be faithful with where you're at and be all in. Mm -hmm. I think that's super important. You know, God wants us to be obedient and be faithful. He wants us to work hard and, um, you know, really just glorify him. You know, I think if you have two options of, you know, well, there's two great options. I could go here. I could go here. I could take this job. I could take this job. But it's like. Is it glorifying to God is the question? Mm -hmm. And like, just be obedient, be faithful, be all in. And like, one of my favorite stories is as I was, you know, doing this random job post-college, I was praying and like asking God for a ministry opportunity. And I knew that it would happen, but it it was going to be in God's timing. And, you know, I think of Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. So he has a plan for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it's not exactly maybe when we want it to be. Um, And I think we could all think of a story in our life where, we wanted God to show up at this specific time in our life and maybe it was a little bit longer. Maybe it, you know, took a lot, a lot more praying, uh, than we thought it would. And it was just so cool because it's like a couple months later, like I got a phone call from you guys and you were like, Hey, like we would let, lo- like, we don't know what this position is going to look like, but we want you to like come on staff, like here at high street with young adults. And I was like, are you kidding me? God?" <laughs> like literally I was in tears because I'm like, I was praying about this. Um, And it's so cool because it's like I'm currently sitting in an answered prayer Mm -hmm. and I constantly, like, get to, like, think about that every day. Like, when I come to work, like, Jacqueline, you are literally living in an answered prayer of, like, what God has done in your life. And you know what? Like, I'm still working, like, two part-time jobs, but I'm able to do ministry. Um, And obviously, like, my dream is to do full-time ministry and, like, give that all to the Lord. But it's like I'm so grateful that I get to, like, be, like, where I'm at and, like, invest in young adults. Um, but I think that's just so important for, like, if you're listening to this, just be obedient with what you've been given. Like, keep praying. Like, don't mm-hmm. give up praying. Like, God will answer your prayer. Um, and it might look different than what you originally planned, but God has a plan for every single one of us. Mm-hmm. That's
0: good. I remember I, I finished uh, high school and wanted to – had no idea what I wanted to do, none none whatsoever and um started community college and people kept telling me like hey just get it done cheap you'll figure out you'll find the class that you liked Mm -hmm. and you know pursue that major and it'll kind of make sense and it'll kind of click and I was like finishing community college and I was like nothing's clicking (laughs) like I don't know if I'm not set up for college like I almost I've basically failed one of my first tests and I was like maybe college is not for me which is okay (laughs) um but I was like finishing community college and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And um, I just went ahead and chose a major based on what I thought would look good on a resume. No idea, you know what I wanted to do with it or even what it meant fully, you know, did some research on what I could do with it, but um, came down to Missouri state, started this degree um, and got into it. And I was like finishing that degree. And I was like, I, I better come up with something. Because one of the things we were talking about before this was like the stress and the pressure of like finishing college and people that don't have ill will for you, but just have like, they, they care about you and they want to know what's next or even they don't know you. They just want to know, mm-hmm. oh, you're graduating. That's so exciting. What's next? And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I kind of came up with like a plan that sounded good yep. that I knew that I could tell people that they would be like, oh yeah, that that's awesome. <laughs> so I like had this plan. I was going to go work. I, you know I wanted to work for the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis and now like even vocalizing it makes me like vomit in my mouth a little bit. (laughs) Like if you work there, that's great. But for me, like I can't sit still for like longer than 30 minutes at a time. So the idea of sitting at a desk for eight or nine hours a day would probably like kill my mind. And, um, I was basically had a year after college where I was just like working and before I was going to move back to St. Louis. And I just remember like this discontent, like is the best word for it. It wasn't bad. Like the job was fine. I I liked what I got to do. I felt like it prepared me for something. Um, but I I remember the the thought and the feeling of like, I have a couple of options. I either like check out mentally and just finish this year out that I'm still in Springfield before I move back to St. Louis. Um, just get the job done and, you know, live for the weekend, whatever you want to call it. Or I was like, I, I could press in and this is like a year that I have here that I could like do something with. So I, I was like, I love doing things at the church. So I just started serving anywhere that I could, doing whatever I could. And that looked a lot of different ways. I ended up doing things that I never would have assumed that I could or was equipped or planned to do. Um, but I feel like in that season where I was like, okay, I'm going to learn what I'm passionate about because I don't know what it is right now. I, just, I know what I like to do. I don't know what God has me set up for the rest of my life. And I think that I could have worked at the bank for the rest of my life and just done that on the side, and it would have been okay. But God kind of intersected my life at a place where I wasn't planning on it, and it changed everything for me. Um, But one of the things that each of you had in your story that stood out to me was like you had a plan and a passion um, for for your life with God. Like Mm -hmm. that was not in question. Like you knew that you loved God. You knew that you loved his church. So like Casey, when you, when COVID happened and you went home, you were like, you hit the ground running with like, I want to serve at church. Yeah. I want to, I want to do something here where it's like, sometimes if we're just left with space and you have some time or you have some money on your hands and you don't know what to do with it, like give it to God and yeah. see, see what he does with it. Yeah. Because I, sometimes I think we have a little seed of passion that we're afraid to water and we don't end up doing anything with it because how, mm-hmm. uh, what, what I, it, it's just on the side. It's just this little mm-hmm. thing. It's just, I don't. I don't know if it's ever going to be a full time gig. I don't. Well, sometimes you have to like what Coco said, like live with that for two years. Yeah. Sometimes that year for me was like I got to take a little bit of time, and sometimes you have to get through like the stress, the pressure of like, oh, what are you going to do? I don't know. Like yeah. it's okay to say I don't yes. know. Yeah, um, what are some other thoughts so that you guys had on um, Casey? You had you had some some uh, good thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, kind of the the big thing
2: with graduating that's kind of like thrown me in like a whirlwind is kind of like I said earlier is that I've been a student my whole life and kind of uh thrown somewhat like the majority of my chips into that and now that it's gone it's like okay well what am I and that's gonna be a question that I always have no matter what point I am in my life and so I think the, the most important thing somebody can do if they're trying to find who they are after college or trying to just find out who they are in general is to put their identity in Christ. Yeah. It was the mm-hmm. most important decision you can ever make. But that kind of goes with getting involved in church and mm-hmm. finding a good community and just finding a, a solid foundation to build who you are off of because at the end of the day, college is done. Uh, other things are going to be done in my life. Other things are going to be taken away. And if I build my identity on that, then I'm left picking up the pieces at the end of the day. But if I build my identity in Christ and let's say something is taken away, I still have Christ Mm -hmm. and I still have something I can build off of. So I think that's the most important thing.
0: I think one of the things that you kind of mentioned that we've talked about before this was like in transition, things always change. Things always fall off. Things always get lost in transition. So like, if you transition and maybe you have great community at college and then you're moving to a new city or back home or one of those things, like, what are the things that help you? Like what you said, Casey, like, what are the things that help you kind of have a foundation so that your world doesn't get rocked when you move, when you start a new job, when you're not around the dorm, when you're not around, you know, living with the girls that you live with before? Like, how does that change for you? Um, how do you kind of have a foundation post-college?
2: I think uh, just getting, like I said, getting involved in church and then uh, finding somebody. Logan actually talked about this when he was talking about wisdom a few weeks ago at Young Adults, like finding somebody who's maybe a few steps ahead of you yeah, and uh, just like saying, hey, like, can you help me like kind of figure out what I'm doing and like kind of seek counsel from them and stuff like that. And like I've had the opportunity of like Jared's been one of those people for me. Logan's been one of those people for me and kind of having this person who has been where you've been not too long ago and can be like, Hey, like just because you're not doing what you want to do right now, or just because you're doing a different path doesn't mean you failed. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really crucial and important thing is just having good godly people that can speak wisdom into your life.
3: Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest dangers of maybe like moving away is to isolate yourself um, and that can be a very scary position if you are left in that so make sure that you have community um, maybe you have moved away maybe you know no one maybe you're starting completely fresh you moved to a complete you're going to move to a complete new city maybe you know a few people maybe you moved back home and you know your friends from high school but maybe they're you're just different from what it used to be like when you were friends with them. And so don't isolate yourself, um, surround yourself with community, find someone that can like pour into you, um, have like accountability, you know, with uh, someone that you know is growing spiritually that can ask you like hard questions. Like, how are you doing? Have someone that will ask you, um, that question, um, because it really is important to make sure that you are invested in, um, because no one wants to be alone, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, there can be feelings of anxiousness or even, like, depression, and we know that's very real um, in our world, and so just try to find community um, as quickly as you can, and I know that was really important to me. Um, you know, I stayed here in Springfield, which I'm very thankful for, um, and I got plugged into High Street in the local church Um, and so you know find a good local church you know ask before you're moving somewhere or maybe if you're moving back home ask around you know hey what are some good churches what are some good uh, places you know you can watch online you can there's so many you know young adult and youth programs that you can watch online to continue to stay in community.
0: Yeah. So Coco, I have a question for you. So if someone came to you and said like, Hey, I'm graduating, I'm going to go, you know, work in this field. Um, how do I, how do I fill my time? Like, what do I do? How do I find what I'm passionate about? Mm -hmm. What, what does that step look like?
1: Yeah. I love that question because I think what every person wants is to be passionate about something. Mm -hmm. Right. And the most, I think the most like, um, people that I'm like whoa like I want to know what they're doing is like the people that are passionate about something. And so I I really do believe that like if you are looking for your passion, if you're looking to figure out like what do I love to do? Like start serving in the church because um God is all creative, right? He created everything. So of course his church is going to be a place that is creative is um a lot of different avenues of things that you can do. And so I, I would encourage anybody who's like, man, I just don't know what I'm passionate about. I would say start serving and like invest your life in the local church and like serve as much as you can. Like literally you'll never have this much time on your hands Um probably past this point of like young adulthood. Mm -hmm. Once you start getting married, having kids, all these things, like your time is smaller. So might as well invest in the local church. And then while you're doing that, ask God to show you what areas like that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so I, one of my favorite stories is I was talking to a girl and she was like, Um, trying to figure out her major. She was uh, in, her major was teaching at the time. And she was saying that she was just really kind of struggling with that and trying to figure out what uh, her next step would be. And so she came through our starting point class, got connected, and started serving in our Shine ministry, which is our our ministry for adults with special needs. And so she started serving in there. And the lady who leads that ministry is incredible. Um, And she has her like master's degree in specifically special education And, um, so she started talking and one day, um, nobody showed up to the class. And so it was just the, it was just this girl, this volunteer, and then the, the teacher. And they started talking, connecting over like this idea of like special education. And, and, um, the next week she comes up to me, she's like, Hey, I decided to change my major to, Like special education. I'm like, you're kidding me. And I'm like, that's incredible because she gave of her time and she started exploring what God would have for her. And um, that's something that she found out that she loves to do. And so I'm like, I love that story because I was literally thinking about passion and and I had watched something on passion and how you can find it in the church. And she tells me this and I'm like, that's incredible. So if you're out there and you're like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I'm pretty like apathetic towards everything. Like I would say like, Jump into the local church and just start serving everywhere mm-hmm. and ask God to reveal to you, um, not in like a mysterious way, but like he just can do it and yeah. and just like ask him to show you like what in the world you can be passionate about. And he is going to put things on your heart. So pay attention to what God is putting on your heart and really lean into that.
0: Yeah, I would think through when I went through transition post-college um, and when I was known by people and there were people that like saw me serving or were with me in serving. And then I went to go make a transition and I could go ask them like, listen, this feels out of left field for me. Like this does not feel like something I am equipped to do, should do. None of, no one in my family has done it. Like, what does this look like? And those people went like, Oh yeah, I see it in you. Yes. And it mm-hmm. helped so much that people that I know that know me, that I trust that are a couple stages ahead of me. were like, yep, I see it in you. And I was like, no, 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 let me explain it again. Yeah. Like, I don't think you understood the first time. And I explained it to them and they were like, yeah, yeah, I, I've always thought that. I was like, okay, back up the train. Like, <laughs> I don't see it. But it just yeah. so helps to like be in the church. And because sometimes you don't realize what you're gifted at until you get your hands dirty in ministry or yeah. or in the local church of like, man, I... I served in kids ministry. It's not my thing. That's okay. But you know what? You served for six months in kids ministry and you learned it wasn't your thing. That's great. You served in this area and and you know what? It wasn't your thing. That's fine. But in that process is where you start to learn.
1: Yeah, look, Jared, I love that you said um, that people spoke into your life, because I think like as leaders and as believers, like we can call out giftings in other people's lives. Like I think of Casey. Casey, you're about to do our residency program, which I'm so excited about, yeah. but you've interned several times, and I look at your story, I'm like, you literally like, gave of your time so sacrificially <laughs> to serve in the local church, and God has continued to have you walk through those doors and those steps and, and has led you to the residency that's going to start here in the fall um, for you to be more equipped and to figure out what God is for you as the next step. I think of Jacqueline, like you interned, we got to know you. And like through those different avenues, like people hopefully like affirmed things in you. Um, And both of you are incredible at ministry. I think Casey, when you, when you did your uh, podcast talk back in the day, uh, we were like, Pastor Casey, man, come on. (laughs) Like that's just Pastor Casey. And so, um, and like, I, you know, we affirm things and we can call out things in, each other. And so I I think that's so cool that sometimes you don't see it in yourself, but when you are in community, when you're serving like crazy and and you have those people that are speaking into you, you like welcome them to speak into your life and then they can help guide you as Mm -hmm. like a spiritual mentor. And so, um, yeah, I think that's so, so important.
0: I would say, uh, say, say this, as we start to close up, like maybe you have a thing that you're like, man, God gave me a ton of passion for this sport, for this thing that like, I don't, I don't see how it fits in the church. Like, th- there's a verse in 1 Corinthians that says, Whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do as unto the Lord. Yeah. So do it for the glory of God. So, like, man, maybe you love a certain thing. That's great. God gave you a passion for that that He did not give for me. Do it for God. Invite people that like to do that with you and talk about God as you do it. Like, that is such a unique thing that we get to do as the church, that where it's like, I love that you love the things that you love, and I'm not passionate about those things but God gave you that passion now go do it for the Lord so whether you're working your job as a teacher whether you're working in corporate whether you're an engineer whether you want to work in ministry like whatever you do do it for God and watch what he will do with it because sometimes it doesn't bloom until we start to cultivate it so I think that's a piece of of what we have to do guys any final thoughts on what you do after college I'm graduated now what as we finish out
3: Um, I would just say like I know that this time can be scary and you're probably worried. There's probably a time that a worry has come across your mind and you're nervous. Maybe you're just scared of what's going to happen next. Pray about it. Absolutely pray about it. Um, I think of Philippians four, six through seven, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I would just say, keep praying, be patient. That every time I have a worry, I'm just like, you know what, Jacqueline? Like, God literally wants you to pray about this. Mm -hmm. Take this opportunity um, to pray about it. And, you know, um, I wrote down like a book um, that if this is like your, you know, this is how you're feeling, you should absolutely check it out. Um, Chad Veach just wrote a book. He's a pastor in Los Angeles. He wrote a book called Worried About Everything Because I Pray About Nothing. And I don't know about you, but I'm like, oh, definitely (laughs) need to read that um, because, you know, we absolutely should, you know, be praying about every single thing, whether this is a huge decision of your life or maybe it's like a tiny little thing, like we should absolutely be giving everything to God because he's going to be the one that will give us peace. um, And so we can uh, just rest in God knowing that he has that.
2: Yeah, I I agree with Jacqueline. I think prayer is essential, and it's hard to get through it, through life without prayer. But I think one of the best uh, pieces of advice I ever got is, like, be where your feet are. Mm -hmm. Like, be where you're at in the moment. Because I think a lot of time after graduation, you're like, okay, I'm just ready to get to the next place. I'm ready to Mm -hmm. do this. I'm ready to do that. And you kind of check out because you're like, well, I'm going to leave here anyway. Um, mm-hmm. and you miss out on relationships and mm-hmm. opportunities that you could use to glorify God. And so I'd say just wherever you're at right now, whatever you're doing, uh, you, should have a, you should want to have a plan. You should want to mm-hmm. get where you're going, but you should also not take for granted where you're at in the moment. And I think that mm-hmm. is just so uh, crucial, and I think if you don't know the next step uh, that you should take, it's just whatever step it is in obeying God. So mm-hmm. the next step of obedience is always the right step.
3: So. That's
1: good. Yeah, that's good. And I would just say Psalms 37 five says, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and he will act. And That's yes. what we have to believe that, that God's word is true. So that's, that's what I would say.
0: That's great. Well, guys, thank you so much. We hope this has been good for you, the listener, and we hope you check us out next time. Have a good day.